the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. And good afternoon, everyone. It's John DePietro on this Monday. My goodness, what a nice, beautiful day we have. Uh, we have made it to August, folks. We have made it to August. It's John DePietro. I am feeling so much better. I'm going to tell you all about it, folks. Uh, but you're tuned to the John DePietro Show, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. I hope you enjoyed last hour, our segment, uh, weekly segment of politics this week. I'll tell you, Justin Katz, I love talking to him. The guy is uh, is just terrific and so knowledgeable. And uh, I think it always makes for a very, very good discussion here on the program. This portion of the John DePietro shows, folks, as we uh, are now into August, is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It's Steve, it's Debbie, it's Junior, it's Byron. Right now, incredible ornamental uh, peppers, four, six, 12-inch pots, fall mums and kale are coming along. Uh, in our on schedule, stop in and see them. The selection is just terrific. Uh, that's why they're Rhode Island's number one garden center, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. And what a selection they have. The uh, colors are just great. Folks, right off of Route 4, it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. You can look for their website, which is prmaterials.shop, prmaterials.shop, and look for them on Facebook. It's PR landscape materials and garden center well folks good afternoon everyone i want to say good afternoon to everybody on facebook live remember it's the john DePietro show weekdays we start at 11 we go until 2 giving you the real news in this uh era where there's just either fluff or fake news but it's all right at uh am 1380 99.9 fm and then uh if you're on facebook we do do a facebook live during the 12 o'clock hour you can um be part of that and interact with uh, various different people. So, folks, I want—I don't want to take up too much time, but just a quick uh, health update. Uh, first of all, thank you to everyone that has reached out. People are just uh, so terrific. Um, I'm still, for those on Facebook Live, I still have a light sensitivity factor. But I am, and again, of course, going to, um, I actually have to go see the doctor both today and tomorrow. But it is so much better than it was a week ago. And so now I also want to mention it's it's limited of what I'm going to say simply because um, and if you read my statement on the website to Petro dot com, it is still a active police investigation and it is a police matter. So for those that missed it, I went to cover that protest last Saturday. And then if you go to Petro dot com posted a statement and uh you can see pictures you can even see the video so uh last week i am so much thank you so much better joyce than i was uh a week ago folks and again thank you also you know i i've had so many people that have reached out and said i'm praying for you folks prayer works prayer helps it absolutely does prayer absolutely helps it makes a difference and so thank you to uh, everyone that has weighed in um, and uh, been so generous with, with their prayers. So, again, I, um, I feel very good about the health care that I am um, receiving. Definitely on the mend. Uh, someone asked me. Uh, not, definitely not 100%. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'll be interested. I'll know more. I don't know. As each day goes on, as each day uh, goes on, um, and then we'll see exactly how that breaks out. And I also want to be very clear. I know people have have said, uh, you know, I haven't seen anything about. Well, you know, there haven't been any charges brought as of yet. Um, the, the video is pretty clear, <coughs> and I'll just say this: it's um, if someone shows up at something like that, that type of protest, and they have. It's basically a weapon is what it is, and they have that with them. I'm going to argue. I mean, I don't know. I'm obviously not a member of law enforcement. I'm not an attorney. But it seems that's not like a common item that you might have. So we'll we'll leave it um, at that. Now, folks, I do want to get to, and again, good afternoon to uh, everybody. It is the John DePietro Show. And again, thank you to everyone. The listeners are, are so kind. I am. Incredible. What a week. You know, I will say, folks, I am I, I, I do feel good 
that we were able to get through the entire week in the program um, just under the conditions of last week. With that, that was tough. That was uh, it was definitely tough. Um, and, and I do want to thank. I mean, I don't have to. They know who they are, but the various people that um, helped me out uh, with that. And um, and right now, it's. I mean, I I do well. Whatever. I don't want to do a full program on, on my. Um, well, they have to determine the. Um, why no charges yet? Well, they they have to determine the extent of the eye damage. You can't just charge on 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 anything. There has to be an extent of that. So, listen, folks, it's out of my hands. I have. Uh, if you go to the website to petro.com, I have fully cooperated with this, as you can imagine, and. Um, and then we're just going to play it out from there. And then I am, uh, I'm thankful and grateful that each day I definitely feel better. Thank you for all your prayer. I feel like that the prayers are working. Please keep them up. Uh, very, very nice. And uh, and it just it adds it, it it makes a difference, folks. Prayer is very, very powerful. Now, <coughs> excuse me. Over the course of the weekend, for those of you that follow the program, know. I was the one that broke the story that Mayor Alorza was um, set to appear at this emancipation uh, rally in uh, Roger Williams Park on Saturday. And then I broke the story that the new Black Panther Party was um, set to show up. As a matter of fact, after I broke the story about that, and again, I'll... It was all at the website. It was a busy weekend at topetro.com. They, um, after I broke that story, they they changed it and they took it down. But the logo of the new Black Panther Party, which is a hate party, which is a hate group, they traffic in hate. The fact that they weren't even invited in is remarkable. Alorza, this was an interesting dynamic. Alorza... When, when he was asked about speaking at the rally and the fact that the new Black Panther Party was going to be there, he kind of he would play dumb. And the rest of the media that they didn't want to say for different reasons. Well, we see that they're going to be there and you're going to be there right at topetro.com because they didn't want to say that they gave him an out and he was dancing around like, I don't know what we're going to do. Well, it turned out on Saturday he did not go. Now, folks, if I had been up to it and I contemplated going and doing a Facebook Live from it, it turned out the whole thing was was basically um, a complete washout. He didn't go. Several other speakers didn't go. Some did go. But I want you to understand this. This is a rally. And to me, the lead story of this should have been that the mayor of Providence backed out once we put a light on him. Once we showed everyone that the new Black Panther Party, which is they are anti-Semitic, they anti-white. Once we expose that, that he should have been called in like, hey, what happened? And the same thing with the sponsor. But instead, I have the uh, the Channel 12 in the um, the Channel 10 reports on the Emancipation Day rally. I believe we have that. We do. And, folks, you're going to see what a difference. Now, again, I, I think I framed it pretty well. But I want you to understand this is one of the reasons why this story should have been, where's the Loisa? Where are the new Black Panthers? New Black Panther Party. Why is their logo part of your celebration here at Roger Williams Park? They're anti-Semitic. They want to kill all Jews. They want to kill all white people. They're a sponsor with their logo on your event. Those would have been just a few of the first questions I would have. But number one, I had someone on the ground that said, we're actually going to bring me over with my special glasses and everything because of late sensitivity. Folks, that's how committed I was to get to the root of this story for crying out loud. So I ended up not going. But I want you to just hear the difference. Of, and I think I just laid it out for you. The story should have been, where's Mayor Alorza? Why did you include the new Black Panther Party? Where is the um, city council president? Why isn't she here? And, and did they cancel because of the new Black Panther Party? Don't let them 
off the hook. I mean, to me, that that was the story. But instead, I'm going to play for you and demonstrate the story from Channel 10 and Channel 12. I think the first one is Channel 12. So I, I laid it out for you. This is a vicious hate group that was set to be there. And here we go. I think this is it. Okay. Oh, here we go. I'm the city's reporter, Brittany Schaefer, joining us at Roger Williams Park now with why this year's rally is taking on a deeper meaning for some. Well, Emancipation Day has been historically celebrated here in Rhode Island, but this year, in light of heightened awareness of racial tensions in recent months, Jim Vincent says it's even more important. Dozens gather at Roger Williams Park to celebrate freedom. Emancipation Day marks the freeing of slaves in the British West Indies and is celebrated here in the United States because of the vast amount of West Indian natives here. To me, things like days like Emancipation Day. This is Jim Vincent, NAACP. Get to the part about Alorza and the new Black Panther Party. Let's just cut to right that. Slaves and that were free. And it certainly is. The mayor canceled speaking. The annual rally in Providence music, speeches, and booths. Omega Psi Phi fraternity Sigma Nu Chapter organized a voter registration booth. They tell me people need to vote now more than ever. A lot of just great energy around. People are excited, and people are just ready for change. So, so we really try to get out and register as many people to vote and just make sure everybody exercises their right to vote and uh, uses their voice and make sure their voices are heard. Providence Bridge NAACP President Jim Vincent tells me he believes that while the black community is free of slavery, they are still not fully free. We wouldn't have all the problems of institutional racism that we have in this country, all the disparities, if we were truly free. So the work has just not begun, but it continues. And the Emancipation Day rally started at 2 o'clock this afternoon and continues through 8 o'clock tonight. In Providence, I'm Brittany Schaefer, Eyewitness News. All right, so in other words, folks, there's the Channel 12 report. Not one mention of the fact that Alorza pulled out. Not one. Think of what happens if, for whatever reason, there's a change with President Trump on anything. Nope. No mention that Alorza was a no-show. Okay. Now let's go to the channel. That's Channel 12. Let's go to the, I don't even know if uh, Channel 6 was there. But let me go to the Channel 10 report. Now, again, this was controversial rally. Mayor Lords is supposed to speak. New Black Panther Party, a hate group, anti-Semitic, anti-white group in Providence. And let's hear how they cover this very controversial rally. So controversial that Mayor Lords, the mayor of Providence and the head of the city council, who were expected to speak, either pulled a no-show or pulled out. In an Emancipation Day rally, NBC 10's Connor Cyrus is live there now with what's going on. Hi, Connor. Good evening, Ashley. Today has been a very low-key vibe with a very picnic-like atmosphere. Now, I just want to show you a little low bit about what's happening right now. We have picnic-like atmosphere uh, taking the stage. Uh, the speech has started about 30 minutes ago. Today is just a celebration of freedom. We always have. Emancipation Day is the celebration of the freeing of slaves in the British West Indies. Jim Vincent with the NAACP. Basically, get to the part about Alors or in the New Black Panther Party. Who wanted their freedoms recognized? America has always put a place to pin him on freedom and celebration. So nothing is more American than celebrating freedom. But as people celebrate freedom, Vincent says there's still a lot of work that needs to be done to ensure all Americans are free. We are still not free. We wouldn't have all the problems in institutional How are you not free? All the disparities. We're still not free. free. In this music festival atmosphere with the DJ playing and people socializing, the Black Fraternity Omega Sci-Fi Music Festival Atmosphere. A way to make sure voices are heard. The mayor of Providence bailed out due to a hate group that's one of the sponsors. And says that Emancipation Day has been recognized in Rhode Island for many years, but that this is the first time in a while that there's been an organized event. He hope it continues and grows. I'm live here in Cranston, Connor Cyrus, NBC 10 News. All right, well, first of all, Roger Williams Park is in Providence. Let's, let's just start with the basics here. And again, folks, good afternoon. The reason I play that is because that is exactly what they want you. That is the narrative they want. Music picnic light atmosphere folks the story should have been how controversial 
was the group? How just, you know, let's how controversial is this group, the New Black Panther Party, who was supposed to be there and is in fact one of the sponsors of it? How controversial is that is that group? Well, Mayor Alorza, think of this, Alorza, who is to the far left, Mayor Alorza, he will uh, attend a defund the police rally. Alorza, who held the reparations press conference. This organization is so controversial and recognized as such a hate group that even he wouldn't go to it. And that should have been the story. But instead, the story, now I don't know what Channel 6 was, but the story was picnic-like atmosphere. I like that. Roger Williams Park in Cranston. It's actually in Providence. Part of the park is in Cranston. That's true. But where the Temple of Music is, that's Providence. I don't know where that reporter is from. Folks, notice that is the narrative. And I'm going to go. This is this new Black Panther Party. They are so extreme that I'm, I'm going to I want you to understand what what happened with what I just played for you and have you get the magnitude of it. Folks, this portion of the program, it's John DePietro on this Monday at 1222. This portion of the program is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Remember, if you're ever in an accident, if someone damages your vehicle, maybe it happened over the course of the weekend. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. It's Kenny, it's Patricia, it's your vehicle. Now, if you're ever in an accident, <coughs> the first thing you do is call 911. Number two, if you can drive the vehicle, if you can drive that vehicle, drive it over to West Fountain Auto Body. Call them first, though, 272-3340. If you can't drive it and the tow truck shows up, tell them, bring the vehicle to West Fountain Auto Body. Bring it over there, 272-3340, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. I told the story recently. I had my vehicle damaged. I had to get it repaired, needed to get the door fixed, needed to get the mirror fixed. Where did I bring it? West Fountain Auto Body, and it looks brand new. Folks, showroom-like condition, 272-3340 for West Fountain Auto Body. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DiPietro. On this Monday, we have made it to August. And, folks, when you think of, <coughs> I apologize, that is a dry cough from wearing the mask, I think. But when you think about what's going to happen over the next couple of uh, months, I mean, it is August, September, October, and then, boom, it is Election Day. The next 90 days, who knows, between the pandemic, presidential election, social unrest. But I want you to know we're going to um, cover it all. You're going to be part of it right here on the John DePietro Show. But I want to just come uh, touch on that, a final note on, on what happened in the fact that the, um, <clears throat> the media, yeah, I think. They, they don't even capture the essence of the story. Many of you that are so supportive of me know that I would have been right there on the scene with the organizer saying, where is Mayor Alorza? Where is the new Black Panther Party? How do you have them involved? Why did the extreme left liberal mayor of Providence, Mayor Alorza, you know, think how, how dramatic it is that he pulled out of appearing there. But I want to just go just one more quick note on this. Because it is significant. Because, um, granted, he's the mayor of Providence, and he's a very extreme progressive Democrat, Alorza. You can't get more left than Mayor Alorza. You just can't. Think about that. He's in favor of reparations. He wants open borders. As Justin Katz, I thought, last hour perfectly illustrated the fear-mongering that Alorza and Ramundo are doing about, you know, there could be troops coming into Rhode Island. President Trump might be sending troops in there, but I want to just just pick some extreme group on the on the other side. <clears throat> Let's just say I'm not even going to say the KKK because that, that doesn't even exist around here anymore. It really doesn't exist, period. Maybe some pockets of the South, but not even anything that extreme. Let's just say, I, you know, I don't I don't know what kind of example, but my point is. If you had a Republican governor who was scheduled to go and speak at something, 
and then uh, because of the controversy, withdrew from the event. It, it would be huge news. And the television stations would have had team coverage there and would have been following. And why did the governor pull out? I'm just trying to think. If it was, say, like Governor Kachiri or Governor Fung, and they were scheduled to give a speech, and there was going to be some controversial, radical, right-wing group that was supposed to be part of it and then canceled, they would be all over it. But instead, you get the fluff. You get it was a picnic-like atmosphere. Folks, notice they always have the music part. It was filled with music and speeches and dance. <clears throat> they don't even mention that Alorza pulled out. City Council President pulled out. You can read the full list that I had at the website, topetro.com, to see everyone that pulled out. Now, there is some good news regarding the president that I want to tell you about. But first, folks, I want to highly encourage you. Now, today is Monday, August 3rd. And I, I'm going to advise you that I think it is very, um, very, very important. Well, I no, I was using as an example if it were a Governor Fung. I'm well aware that Mayor Fung was never elected governor. Um, I'm well aware of that. I voted for him twice and he lost. So, but um, it's so important right now that you want to have some extra cash on hand with everything going on. And that's why I would like to, I'm going to give you the phone number in a moment. It's Vero Industries and call Leo. 40 years experience buying gold, silver, and other precious metals. Now, if you have any of those things on this Monday, silverware, jewelry, serving trays, tea, coffee sets of pieces, watches, half earring pieces, buy and sell of individual coins and collections, call Leo at Vero Industries. Ready? Here's the phone number, 401-434-8900. Let me explain. He will buy your gold or silver or other precious metals. Now, they have two locations, East Providence and Warwick, or extra customer service. He will come to you. <coughs> I apologize, folks. Leo at Vero Industries, 401-434-8900. 434-8900. Listen, if something happens... Having some gold, a gold watch, gold pieces, whatever it may be, why not at least find out what it's worth? Many times, and I get it, uh, someone left it to you, you inherited it, you feel you don't want to do that to your parents or your grandmother. Listen, they would want you to have cash right now. This is a time to be liquid. V-E-R-O, Vero Industries, 40 years experience. They will treat you fairly and give you the best price. 401-434-8900, 401-434-8900. 401-434-8900, 401-434-8900 for Vero Industries. Call Leo. Well, folks, at 1230 on this Monday, um, now the, the good news is, folks, they're getting very nervous the other side about President Trump. Because I think, listen, the president has had everything against him. I mean, when you think about it, President Trump has had everything against him. And I also want to just... um play Governor Amundo now. I'll say one thing about the Biden people. They're certainly giving her an audition and a chance. Do you know, Governor Gina Raimondo, she was on MSNBC again. Again, she was on. And what the Biden people do is they say, let's see how she would play on television. And they take that appearance and then they do a focus group and they want to test out exactly how she does. Now, she has said she's not going to be the choice. But it is interesting that she could be, if Biden got elected, fitted for something. But this is, the sound is not that good, but this is her again. And folks, I don't know about you, but I could go a lifetime again without hearing all this knock it off stuff. Um, <clears throat> this is the governor this morning on MSNBC. Here we go. Hold on, here we go. We're going to get serious about enforcing the social gathering size of 15 because, listen, we've all been in our 20s before summer's a fun time to party. I get that. But not this summer. You know, as I've said, 
knock it off because other people deserve Oh, my God. Can you imagine, like, you go on national television and she's trying to, they're telling her to use that line that they use that then that very progressive shop on the the east side of Providence that then, you know, they do the T-shirts and... You know, anytime, isn't it amazing, folks, if you see someone wearing one of these knock-it-off T-shirts, um, you, you know where they stand, that's for sure. But I want to play regarding the president. Now, um, I, I don't know, you know, I said last week to Donna Perry that I thought they'd drag this out a little bit. And now it looks like Biden is going to drag this out a little bit. Now they're saying maybe like more mid-August that he may announce his choice. Now, I've heard they have soured on that um, Camilla Harris. Something else, and I'm going to have a posting on this later, but something else that is very significant, and it's some of the local politics, and that is Senator Jack Reed is not backing. Senator Reed is not backing Governor Mundo for VP. Senator Jack Reed is not. Senator Reed issued a rare statement, and let me tell you, he never does this. Senator Reed never does this, where Senator Jack Reed issued a statement saying that he thinks that Senator Tammy Duckworth of Illinois would be a very good choice for VP. Now, I've heard mixed things. I've heard that, keep in mind, it was Senator Jack Reed that got the state $1.2 billion uh, when this whole thing, pandemic, started, that he was kind of left out of the mix in regards to the Ramundo briefings, but make no mistake about it, Senator Reed in the past would be the last person that would ever give an endorsement, if he would give an endorsement, as a matter of fact. If he would give an endorsement, he would do it like the last week of the election, if he did one. The fact that he is being quoted in the New York Times and the Washington Post, not supporting Gina Ramundo. And knowing she's in the mix, but instead saying, no, I think Senator Tammy Duckworth would be a good selection. Folks, very, very significant that that is going on. But I want to play. This is from uh, this um, representative Clyburn. He was on Morning Joe this morning. Folks, they're getting nervous about the Trump vote. And I want to play a little bit of Joe Scarborough with this. Representative Clyburn. I know a lot of people are concerned about working Americans uh, who have lost their jobs uh, through no fault of their own through this pandemic. And uh, the fact that Mitch McConnell and the Republicans in the Senate will not pass a bill uh, to provide those working class Americans relief to be able to pay their their rent checks or be able to pay their mortgages for their families so they don't get evicted or kicked out of their house. Um, Is there any progress? Are you hearing of any hope of that bill passing in the Senate? I don't think so. I think there's a little bit of progress, not as much as I would like to see. Terrible sound. The House sent the bill over there over a month ago. Well, I want to get to the part where he says that he compares the president into a strong man. And this is all part of that narrative that. Here we go. We ought to have an election week. We can start voting 30 days out. Most states have absentee or early voting starting about 30 days out. So what's wrong with us uh, passing a law that says all voting should begin 30 days out and all ballots ought to be postmarked by the midnight, the Saturday before election day. And don't stop announcing the results of those ballots
Yeah, you know, Jim, I've, I've always valued our friendship, and I've always loved talking to you because you talk straight, whether you're in person, whether you're on the House floor, or whether you're on TV. So let's talk straight about some of the things that have been happening in Portland. The federal troops are now talking about coming out. Uh, but the head of the NAACP over the weekend had to have a refocus rally to say, hey, Let's stop this nonsense. Let's stop this violence. Let's refocus on George Floyd. This is not about anarchy. This is not about violence. It's not about flashing this, lasers folks. in police officers' eyes. This is about peacefully demonstrating. I'm just wondering, when you look at some of those images out there of, uh, of protesters, a lot of white protesters uh, as well, being you know violent and with the lasers, I mean, I've seen a lot of these people at, you know, wh whether it's protesting WTO or environmental marches, it seems like they just pick whatever gathering they can to try to cause chaos. How angry does that make you? That in, in, in Portland and in other cities, people have come in and tried to distract uh, from what you've preached your entire life and what John Lewis preached his entire life about nonviolent protesting for the rights of black Americans and all Americans. Now, folks, the reason why and again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. The reason I played that for you. <coughs> I'm sorry, folks. The reason I played that for you and it's very significant is because they're starting to see in their focus groups, and you have independent voters, <clears throat> that maybe they're not happy the way everything has worked out. And maybe everyone is telling them not to vote for President Trump. But they're putting on the TV and they're seeing in Portland complete anarchy. And if Biden gets in, you have to decide, are you with those people? Or do you kind of, even though it's not perfect, but like the United States and America the way it is. They are starting to see some of this starting to affect their polling. With the, it's This election will be decided in the suburbs by independent voters, primarily women supposedly, by the way. That's going to be the key, once again, the key voter, the independent female, they used to call them soccer moms, but in the suburbs. They're watching Portland. They're watching all this violence. And they are mortified and they are horrified and they may not like the president and they don't like the tweeting and they don't like all the constant battling. But, folks, you know, at the same time, do you want to let those people be in charge? Do you want those people to be the ones calling the shots? How about the fact Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, you know, she, the more she talks, the better it is for the Trump reelection. So the fact that you have Joe Scarborough saying they need to do a reset, they need to do a reset to start to explain, hey, wait a minute, like you people are going to blow the election for us if this continues. That is very, very significant. The reason they did that is because now you can't control the mob. You watch them. Do you think you can tell those people? Folks also notice what he was mentioning was the lasers. And that certainly hits home. But that AOC, she condemned a statue of Father Damien in the halls of the U.S. Capitol building as a relic of white supremacy. And when I hear the name Father Damien, who is now St. Damien, but Father Damien, I tweeted out yesterday, and this is so significant. You know, there's someone that I follow online and he's terrific. And I want to play it for you. And it's uh, Bishop Barron. <clears throat> and I remember studying St. Damien when I was at uh, Bishop Hendricken. So you at AOC point to him and say, that's white culture. That's white supremacy statue that should be taken down. Now, I don't expect everyone to know about St. Damien. Okay. But because of my 12 years of Catholic education, I do know about St. Damien. And... But I want to play for you because I'm not going to be able to say it as much as um, as well as he can say it. But I want you this. This is this can't be illustrated enough. And that Alexander Ocasio-Cortez is calling for the statue of St. Damien. That's white supremacy should be taken down. So and I like this. Bishop Barron. 
took to Twitter yesterday, and I want to play you his remarks. And he is brilliant, and I uh, follow him, as a matter of fact. He has like a daily email that you can get, uh, Bishop Robert Barron. And listen to him describe Alexander Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez in St. Damien. From this ministry. And in fact- Hold on, here we go. Everybody's Bishop Barron. I'm just taking a couple minutes out of my day here because I felt the need to respond to something I came across that was just so outrageous. It was a tweet or an Instagram or something from uh, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and she was complaining about the presence of a statue in Statuary Hall in, in the Capitol building that she thought was, you know, a sign of colonialism and white supremacy. And the statue that she picked out of all the possible Listen ones to this. was of Saint Damien of Molokai. And I thought it was so crazy and outrageous. And I wondered, did she have any idea who Damien of Malachi was? This Belgian man who becomes a priest, member of a missionary order, he goes mid-19th century to Hawaii, works there for several years, and then volunteers to go to the island of Malachi, which at the time was a place where lepers were sent. And at the time, they, you know, there was no treatment, there was no cure. Those who had the disease were simply sent there to spend the rest of their lives, and they would die there. Damien went knowing full well that he would most likely never return from this ministry, and in fact, he never did. Damien came to the island and right away gave himself utterly to the people. Ministering to them, yes, preaching to them, but also caring for them in the most direct way, touching them. At a time when even those who were there sometimes wouldn't touch those who were suffering from the disease, he would. Now, hold on. It goes on. There's a part two to this. I want to just finish it. Until it covered his entire body in these these boils and distortions. And then at the age of 49, he died. Damien Malachi is reverenced by the people of Hawaii. He was in his own lifetime, and then after his, his death, he's been reverenced as a saint by the people of Hawaii. My point is, to associate this man in any way with colonialism or white supremacy is so ridiculous and insulting, and it shows the... The superficiality and the the simplistic quality of these sort of woke categories. And, you know, I can't help but think, again, of all the people that could have been singled out at Statuary Hall, I think there's still a Jefferson Davis statue there. Of all the people to single out, Damien of Malachi? What is it with this attack on Catholic saints in my part of the world here who never will Sarah? That's right. St. Damien. So, I don't know. I just wanted to say something, everybody, to counteract what I think is a, just a, a colossally misguided attack on this, uh, this enormously important figure, who I hope would be reverenced by anybody yes. of any race, of any background, of any creed, would see in Damien Malachi nothing but a great hero. I, I think it's time to get beyond these simplistic categories and start seeing people uh, in, their, in their moral heroism. So you have to decide, folks, and that is, uh, if that's Bishop Barrett, I mean, he is just so brilliant. But when you think about that AOC, that Alexander Ocasio-Cortez describing St. Damien as an example of white supremacy is just so preposterous. But these people, they have power. She has a huge platform, that AOC. She does. And as much as she can be dismissed... You know, she wants, they want her to run for president someday. She is a, you know, Alorza, AOC, that woman in Providence that, that said, that AOC, she has 8 million followers on Twitter. 8 million followers. And just says, and uses that as an example, St. Damien, of, of white supremacy that needs to be removed. Lunacy. So my point is, the more that this stuff is illustrated, I think a lot of independent people are going to say, you know, I, the president is not perfect. And the country has been fighting. And the pandemic has been problematic and all the social unrest. But, folks, do you really want to put those people in charge? When they talk about why is it the attack on the Catholic statues? They don't even mention. I talk about that I went up to P.C., the leaders in Providence, there was only one person, one or two, that condemned. At Providence College, they were desecrating graves 
at the cemetery at Providence College. And that Kat Kerwin, the council person who was so quick to go after the PC kids as racists, and yet instead, silence. How about those protesters? They were burning Bibles in Portland on Friday night. What does that have to do with any type of protest? These people are nuts. They are deranged. And whoever therefore I'm against. So the independent voters, I think, folks, the more of this stuff that comes out, how about, you know, Major League Baseball and the NBA, their ratings come out and they're terrible. They thought they'd be huge because everyone would want to see live sports again after everything we've been locked down. No, they're terrible. The NBA ratings are terrible. Major League Baseball ratings are terrible. And why are they terrible? Because of all the preaching that goes on. You know, I I got into a little bit of a, I I hate the fighting on social media, but I said people don't want to be preached. You put on basketball or baseball or anything to escape, not have Black Lives Matter shoved into your face nonstop. You're a racist. You're a racist. You're white. You're a racist. Yeah, AOC, 8 million followers on Twitter. She wants to run for president. There are people that want her to be president. But he is, can you imagine? See, see, they just talk. They have no idea what they're talking about. No idea what they're talking about. Mayor Alorza, we're going to start offering reparations. No plan, no money. People that are black and indigenous people in Providence and Rhode Island suddenly are going to start to get monthly checks. Because there was slavery in 1695. Ludicrous. But you know what? You know what else you hear? Silence from a lot of people in an elected office. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show. Listen, on this Monday, we're going to be grilling outside for a long time. Uh, The element of being outside with the virus is positive. Be prepared. This is you're going to be grilling in August. You're going to be grilling in September. You're going to be grilling in October and November. And I love it, by the way. But stop in. I'll tell you where I go. Phil Johnson, Johnson Propane. And on top of that, the guy's a Trump supporter. You can call him at 621-8129. Stop it and see Phil Johnson Propane since 1971. They're open seven days a week, nine to seven, all credit cards accepted. He never runs out. He will refill your Blue Rhino tank for 15 bucks. Refill your Blue Rhino tank for 15 bucks right next to Wendy's. In front of the Stop and Shop, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence, right across from where Doris Vending used to be, it's Johnson Propane, Propane Tanks and Supplies. And you know what? Phil's the real deal. Not only do I go there, I like going there, and I like supporting him. He's a hardworking, great American, doing his best to make it happen, and he's a Trump supporter on top of that. You're going to fill your propane tank. By the way, if you bring your blue rhino tank, most of the time what they do is they swap it out. And it costs you 22 bucks. Not with Phil Johnson, Johnson Propane. 15 bucks. Call them 621-8129-904 Manton Avenue in Providence. It's Johnson Propane. Stop by and see Phil. Well, folks, good afternoon. Again, it's uh, John DePietro on this Monday. I want to thank uh, everyone. The people have just been uh, just uh, so terrific. And uh, thank thank you to everyone that has uh, reached out to me. I I am feeling better. Juan is on the mend without question. Folks, we have to. Now, again, I I do. I don't have an exact idea of exactly uh, what the final result is. But we just have we have to remain on the scene. This is this is so important because there are so many people trying to bully you away from the president. They are. They're trying to bully you. And Governor Mundo did it last week. Governor Mundo, as I as I um, those who were listing last hour, as I talked about it with Justin Katz, that was not by a mistake. They've tried everything to try to get you away from President Trump. Everything. He's a he's a racist. If you support him, you're a racist. They have tried everything and nothing seems to work. And now Governor Mundo has decided to go to the next level. You can't vote for him. You cannot vote for President Trump because he's an insane. And therefore, if you vote for him, that makes you insane as well. And this is someone who controls whether or not you're going to see your family members in nursing homes. This is Governor Mundo 
<clears throat> talking with Tim White of Channel 12 about President Trump. And listen to the way she describes someone I'm going to vote for, someone you're going to vote for, many of you are going to vote for. The President of the United States. Simply because, and I'm going to tell you where she's wrong about the voting, by the way. This is Governor Raimondo. The president had tweeted out that he's floating the idea of... I saw that. You saw that. Delaying the election. Delaying the election. It's insane. Like, he's insane. He has no authority to do that, as far as I know. Um, What does it say to you that he tweeted that out? He's losing his mind. You know, he's sending in federal agents into states for no apparent reason. No reason. Well, first of all, it was only one state, Oregon, and it's completely out of control. But look at the fear mongering that goes on. He's losing his mind. He's sending in troops, (coughs) federal agents like a militia. But I'll tell you right now at 1252 where they've made a huge error. And they're starting to get nervous about it. You're exactly right, Judy. Hi there, Kerry. Where they've made a huge mistake about the election is, and it shouldn't go along the lines, but they chose this. Okay? They chose this. And that is that they want, the Democrats were all saying, send in mail ballots. And people like me and you and others and Republicans are saying, I, I will stand in line to vote. I will stand in line to vote for this president because I don't trust Nelly Gorbia. I don't trust the system. We've seen mail ballot fraud in the past. I'll stand in line. Well, we're there now nervous. Is if you have one group that are mailing in their ballots, who knows when they're going to arrive? Who knows if they're going to arrive? Now, in Rhode Island, it's different because they collect them and they have that mailbox outside of the Board of Elections. To avoid mail fraud because they're sending so many fraudulent ballots. But with some of these battleground states, so someone, what, two days before they mail in their mail ballot for Biden? Who knows? How long is that going to take to get there? A week? So they're already nervous that on election night, the Trump people, we're voting in person. We're voting day of. We're making sure that there's no shenanigans and that your vote counts and you're willing to stand in line. We're going to make sure we vote. So what they're now nervous about is on election night, Biden might have to try to pull a Mattiello and say, I I think I won. I have a lot more mail ballots out there. Remember that in 2016, Speaker Mattiello lost and he went up to the microphone and said, no, I actually won. I, I have 600 mail ballot votes out there. I won, even though. On election night, he didn't have enough ballots. And then when they started to go through them, and then when they found a box of ballots in a closet, he ended up eking out the election 85 votes, mail ballot, all questionable, by the way, which has resulted in Pork Boy's friend being in court and uh, going to be tried on um, money laundering. But my point is, the larger point here, folks, is that's why they're suddenly nervous. Is on election night, President Trump will be ahead and have the most votes. And then they're saying, well, no, then we need time to go through all our mail ballots. But, you know, for instance, right now, I can't speak for other states. But I don't trust the Secretary of State, Nelly Gobia. I don't trust it. I don't trust the way they operate. The people at the Board of Elections, many of them are good people. But... They are handcuffed with what they can investigate and go into. And Gorbia is less than truthful. She doesn't fully tell the truth. Secretary Steve Nelly Gorbia likes to say, you know, that in in the past, you know, people, how do we know that people that are registering to vote are actually eligible to vote? Well, I mean, you have to sign a statement saying through penalty of perjury. And that's a felony and no one's going to do that. But no one asked the question, how many people in the last 25 years have ever been prosecuted for registering to vote in Rhode Island when they weren't a voter? Just how many in the last 25 years? Folks, the answer is zero. Why? Because they don't look for it. So it does say when you're registering to vote, it does say through penalty of perjury. Boom. But that's like, you know, you're not supposed to take this tag off. You buy something and it says that the, you know, like the federal agents are going to swarm your house if you take a tag off, whatever it was. 
Weren't they have a tag like on these stuffed animals or something? When does that ever happen? So she doesn't fully explain, oh, that is the penalty, except it's never been used. Never. Do I have faith in Secretary of State Nellie Gorbia that she will enforce election law? Have you lost your mind? No. No. They wouldn't be. Governor Raimondo had 60,000 mail ballots in the last election. 60,000 collected by her campaign. And they even set up a mailbox outside because if you mail in a fraudulent ballot, at the very least, they could charge you with mail fraud. So they put a mailbox outside so they could drop them off to eliminate that charge. Because they know there's so many fraudulent mail ballots. Folks, that is a fact. I'm not giving opinion. I'm giving you fact. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. I'm going to give you a number in just a moment. I want you to take it down because I want you to let them help you save money. A-E-M-I-Z-I-K-A, A.E. Mazika, Scott and Alex, 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. You can call them at 353-9300, 353-9300. They're on Facebook. They have a website, and it's very simple. Let them help you save money. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. They're licensed Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Florida. Also, seasonal insurance on your boat. On a pool, on a motorcycle, on jet skis, off-road vehicle, RV, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Here's the thing. Free consultation, 353-9300. 353-9300. Let them help you save money on auto insurance, home insurance, business and life insurance. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Look for them on Facebook. They have a great website, aemazika.com. Contact Scott and Alex today, 353-9300. Free consultation. Let them help you save money. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, 353-9300, 353-9300 for A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Monday. Now, again, Governor Mundo, her next press briefing is coming up on Wednesday. So we go until 2 o'clock. Remember, you can listen at 99.9 FM or AM 1380. Plug both into your car. You can always listen at the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Top left, it says listen live. You click on that, and then it brings you to another page, and then you just press play. And then, boom, there I am while I'm on the air. Now, if you ever miss any portion of the show, you just go to the website, depetro.com. And then under radio shows, it's all like a library. You can pick the one. If you missed last hour with Justin Katz, you can pick and listen to that. So here's what we're going to do. Now, next hour, right now, we're going to, um, coming up, we're going to get a break for the 1 o'clock news, the national news at 1 o'clock. I'm going to come back on the other side. A lot more to get to. I'm going to tell you where the Raimondo people are getting uncomfortable and nervous. There is a connection, you know, on whether or not she says uh, she's not going to be the VP candidate. I tend to agree with her. You never know. But the um, that uh, Representative Bass, that's there's some problems with that candidacy. And also with uh, Camilla Harris, the Biden people don't seem to trust her. So um, it's John DePietro again, folks. A lot more coming up next hour. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. And then uh, the power hour is next. Leave it right here. You can always email me if you want to send me an email. Go to the website. Right now it's 1 o'clock.